where I'm the Les and I'm the gay. And today we're talking about stereotypes. stereotypes. Woo! Uh, so much enthusiasm today. I'm I into know. It. Maybe I just it's really the like... morning and uh, not super late at night when we're recording. <laughs> I was so say, that's maybe helpful. I like stereotypes too. You know, maybe I love this topic. <laughs> Um, oh gosh, where do we begin? Well, I think perhaps we could start by talking about the root of stereotypes. Oh, start from the very beginning. Good job, good job, good job. <laughs> A very job. good place to start. <laughs> um, yes, because, you know, as gay people and really all minorities, you know, face stereotypes. And so, like, why is that? Where does that come from? I have an idea, but I'll bring it up in a second of why certain stereotypes stick. Yeah, um, yeah. But first, let's let's talk about some. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I was going to say that I find that with stereotypes, there's always the ones that are rooted in truth <laughs> and perhaps just exaggerated, but rooted in truth. truth. <laughs> um, but then I also think that there are stereotypes that are constructed by the majority about the minority. Yeah, and, you um, know? and especially what, a lot of the harmful ones that are sort of yes. um, constructed as like blanket statements and yes. reinforced by like you said the majority talking to one another yeah. and just and I think it you see that especially then... with like racial stereotypes it's oh, a lot well, of yeah. like white people being like well bleh, you well, know where it's like well that's not based in truth at all well right and I think about like gay stereotypes too where like I know a bunch of straight men that had never talked to a gay man before and had all these ideas right um and, like, I, again, before I came out, even, I was in conversations with these straight men talking about what gay men are, how they act, how mm-hmm. to, like, sh- to avoid them, right. make fun of them, whatever. Yeah. Well, and then the media also perpetuates stereotypes. Because who runs the media? <gasps> the majority! The majority! Right. Ba, ba, ba. Right, yeah. Which is why I love niche, niche media now that's actually, like, growing up. Yeah. Like, like Cartoon Network. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or even, yeah, like queer queer media made by queer people for queer people yeah um but i think going off of kind of what you said with these harmful stereotypes held by the majority Mm -hmm. i think the idea of like predatory gays i would say that that's one that's not rooted in truth well because although i suppose no you know there's here's how it happened right here's how it happened right yeah i mean it's not like it came out of thin air but it definitely came out of like fear and ignorance yes because I think about how for gay men there's predatory gays and there's and there's some some shows with like lesbian characters that adopt that sort of toxic Oh yeah. Nature. Well, and I've seen but, I've seen movies too. I'm trying to remember what the movie was called. I don't remember. There was a wedding because when I, when I think of like the predatory gay stereotype, I always think of wedding crashers because right. there's the one character who's like Who literally like ties like him trying down. to like yeah. <laughs> rape him essentially, which is so bad. But there was another movie where it was a woman, and it was like the same thing where she was trying to go after the one guy's date in a really and she was like way. this predatory lesbian. Well, because. Yeah. I mean, again, again, straight men are making these movies, but just in a general sense, straight men fear when a gay man hits on them. And I can't, like, totally even pinpoint why, but it obviously just makes them so uncomfortable. Yeah, well, that I they think they feel it's... so threatened, and then it, yeah. they go on the defensive, right? Yeah, and which so... I think it's rooted in the <clears throat> fragile masculinity. Well, right, but then it could be something as small as, like, us flirting with a straight man, or, like, if I go and I hit on a straight man in a very, like, nice appropriate way where like you just think he's gay well yeah well even yeah yeah. and even if i don't totally know i go and i start flirting with him even if i'm just like hey 
I'm interested in you or something. Yeah. Instead of them going on the defensive, their mind is seeing it as a much more chaotic, dangerous situation. Right. And then it, and then, like, obviously that gets reinforced when they talk to other straight men, etc., etc. Right. But the where reason... they assume that you're, like, trying to come after them. Which, or, like, we're just, you know, which... where it's... Which the irony, of course, is, is that, that straight, straight men, men do... do this to women yeah, all, all the, the time. time. And they don't realize it, right? Yeah. And it's the same with, like, when women see them as, like, predators. Because, well, there are predators in the world, yes, first yes, off. Yes. But also, yeah, it's a do- total double standard where mm-hmm. the stereotype exists for gay men being predatory because it was created by straight men, but there isn't the same sort of understanding within straight men that straight yeah. men also do that, you I know? know? I've Yeah, I've heard people say to me, like, oh my god, this guy was, like, like hitting on me, and I was so uncomfortable, like, why would he, why would he do that or assume that I was interested? And I'm like, do you realize how many women have said the same thing about you? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and, um, but then they just don't understand that. Well, and also that. how this is such a prominent thing with gay men, like, it's such a stereotype mm-hmm. that exists for gay men, but so much less for lesbian women. And feel free to yes. chime in on that. Well, and I was going to say, because I think that it's just because women aren't viewed as a threat in general. And so I think there's still, like, this fear that a woman or a lesbian will have feelings for a girl, but it doesn't seem like a sexual threat. It's like, sure. oh my god, like like, a straight girl being like, oh my god... I know you probably have a crush on me, but I'm not interested. Well, and it's not yeah. like a threatening thing. Well, then. and the only time I've heard it in like a negative way, both like in media and also like in real life, straight women sort of mock lesbian women or mm-hmm. other women in general, calling them gay and being like, "You probably have a crush on me," black, mm-hmm. as opposed to men that go on the defensive. Yeah. When they assume well, someone's even, like, I flirting think with sometimes... them, straight women, it's more of like a, huh, you're probably a dyke, dyke, right? Right. And I think sometimes, because, again, women are less threatening, I suppose, that sometimes straight women like the attention. This is a huge <laughs> blanket statement and also, again, again, a stereotype Yeah. that this is rooted in and thinking about how it's presented in the media. But I think about, like, in Big Mouth when the pansexual character was introduced oh, and right. then Devin was so upset. She was like, why don't you think I'm hot? You know, and oh, even right. though Devin was a straight woman, but, <laughs> but she was like, but I, well, you don't think I'm hot? What? You know, like, it's like an intention thing. Because I know that I also, in my life, have, have had straight female friends and we flirt with each other a lot in a joking way, but in a way where it, I feel like it flatters them. <laughs> It's fun for both of us. But again, like, women aren't as threatening. Yes, I do not flirt with my straight friends. Um, yeah. Yes, yeah. it's a different that would dynamic. Be, yeah, and that's, I think that's a good point with talking about stereotypes. It's totally different for gay men and gay women. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I even think about, again, just in my conversations with my, my straight friends when I was straight and after, the conversations we had about gay men versus lesbians was totally different, mm-hmm. you know? I remember a conversation with, where one of the other gay kids in my school, um, one of the three, was flirting on my friend and um, was being persistent. He kept trying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my one friend was being kind of, like, like he was weird about it. He was like, dude, stop, and all this other stuff. But then he also, like, I'm trying to not word this in, like, a way of what he was doing was wrong. My gay friend was like, he's fine. Like, he was just, you know, being persistent. It wasn't in a weird creepy way and then my straight friend then kind of assumed that gays are easy 
And I remember having a conversation with him later, just like out of the blue, where he was like, I could get you, Nate, if I was gay. And I was like, could you? I kind of... Right. And he was like, no, I think I could. And I was like, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. I've had people tell me that a lot, too, where they're like, oh, God, if I was a lesbian, I would totally date you. And I'm like, well, that's not very helpful for me right now. <laughs> I would also, maybe it goes in hand with the whole defensive, like going on the defensive thing, because it's just another situation of assuming that gay men are always going to be into you or just yeah. inherently yeah. want to sleep with you. When Isn't in fact, that a thing? A lot of straight men are kind of gross. Oh, so gross. Like, Most of them. And I don't want that, well, <laughs> no, well, and I don't want that to be a blanket statement, because I know a lot of beautiful I know, because we're stereotyping people. stereotyping straight, straight people. people in the process of this. <laughs> but but um, quite literally, especially the ones that I'm thinking of, that hold that predatory gay stereotype, they're yeah. not cute. No. They're not cute. Yeah. I will say, though, <laughs> to debunk the stereotype, I definitely know a lot of straight men who have better skincare routines than I do. So, you know, there's that. That doesn't oh, take yeah, a lot, though. Well, yeah, just, <laughs> again. Because that's the thing with stereotypes, too, is that that's not even to say that there aren't gay people that push their boundaries. Yeah. I mean, even me as a gay man, I know other gay men that, like, have you know, not take a no for an answer. Mm -hmm. But that's not even to say that that's all gay men. No. It's well, and also it's interesting, again, kind of as we were saying, the fact that we're then pressing that stereotype on gay men when really that's a thing that a lot of men do in general, regardless <laughs> of sexual orientation. <laughs> and perhaps this is yeah. an issue and a problem with the way we socialize men. Yeah, and I don't want conversations to go away because they're stereotypical. I mean, that goes back no. to stereotypes that are rooted in truth, yeah, which perhaps say. we can like give some examples on that. Yeah, kind of just touched yeah. on it. But even the whole like feminine gay stereotype, I mean, I was talking about this the other day and I was using the purple paint theory. How, <laughs> mm -hmm. at least in my experience as a gay man, um, the purple paint theory is like you have a can of white paint and you put in one drop of purple and that's all it takes is one drop and now it's purple paint yeah it can be very light it can be a lavender <laughs> or it can be a very dark purple paint no matter what it's purple paint so tying that into femininity i do one slightly feminine thing and then i'm coined as a feminine man right a gay man etc etc cetera, et cetera. yeah and again because we live in such a binary society that where you're so right where it's like you're either masculine or you're feminine especially with men it's so yeah so hard cut one or the other mm -hmm. but then it's the, also sort of like a lot of gay men are feminine but there's reasons to that yeah you know yeah well i was because i was saying this oh <laughs> because because a straight man would never right <laughs> i was saying how there are gay men who are very masculine and there are gay men who are very feminine. Squares and rectangles is how I think about it. Because in in geometry, for all you math whiz oh kids out there, <laughs> um, all squares are rectangles, but not all rectangles are squares, right? This is, again, a blanket statement, but all feminine men are usually gay, and then but not all gay men are usually feminine. And right. that's a blanket statement, but that's me to say, like, a straight man would never explore their feminine side so much, yeah. which is another blanket statement, but also... Yeah, well, and then when they do, then everybody assumes that they're gay, and then that's and a then, whole and other then problem. And it, like, reverts them to either get rid of that trait... Right. Or, honestly, in some people's experiences, consider their sexuality differently, and yeah. then it's actually men that are being accused as such, they consider it, they explore it, and then they come out of it some type of queer. 
Right. Not like to say that it changed them, but it just gave them the tools to actually explore. Right. Oh, I was going to say, because you mentioned math, and then... <laughs> can we talk about this stereotype that gay people can't do math? What the fuck? I see that everywhere now. Like, there's so many memes about, like, oh, gay people, bad at math. It was my best subject yeah, in high me school. Too. We were so good at math. If I didn't uh, get into this theater program, I was about to go to school for math. Right? Which I don't and know. And then that, like, gay math, people but... can't drive, that they're bad drivers and can't do math. I'm I was like, excuse back- me. <laughs> I'm the best backwards driver this side of Tennessee. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where those two stereotypes came from. Uh, yeah. But, like... Th- Definitely not true. I, which also, I, I think that those were created by gay people. <laughs> so I that guess that's a like stereotype that. that is is one not created by the majority and two not rooted in truth. But I think um, there was probably some gay people who are bad at math and bad at driving who were like, "It's because I'm gay." And the other gay people who are also bad at math were like, "Yes, <laughs> gay people bad at math." I blame Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the same. Isn't there another one where, like, gay people don't sit in chairs correctly? Yes, and bisexual um, people, yeah, that yeah. they don't sit. Which, that one, I will say, is true, and I don't sit Yeah, I wonder well why that is. Part of me thinks it's just because it's, like, as, like, crazy as this argument may sound. I think it's just, like, sitting in a chair correctly is such a conventional thing. Like, I have vivid images of me... I don't even know how I was sitting in that chair, but my dad, like, violently moving me and adjusting my (laughs) chair so that I was sitting up at the table correctly. This was when I was, like, a child, right? Yeah. But, um, that's... (laughs) I don't know if there's, like, sitting in a chair is a heteronormative convention, but maybe that's what it is. And I wonder, too, because a lot of the times when I'm sitting in a chair, I'll, like, spread more, (laughs) you know, and I I don't know, maybe it's that, like, uh... (laughs) Queer women aren't as dainty, <laughs> and they don't cross their legs. I don't know. <laughs> or maybe we're just comfortable. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, there's weird stereotypes like that, too. Here's a fun question. What's a stereotype you've heard about gay men, and then I'll tell you my favorite stereotype about gay women, and then we will discuss. Oh, ooh, I like that. Okay. Um, I can already think of mine. I'm already ready. <laughs> <laughs> well, I posed the question. I'll but. say that... I'll say this one because I think that a good conversation can come from it. That gay men are promiscuous. Oh, yes. Because rooted in truth. Because well, it's... <laughs> but, again, well, and it's one of those things, again, where I think men are... I don't want to say yeah. they're promiscuous because, like, objectively, statistically... driven. Not that women aren't, obviously. No, but I mean... It's, it's a narrative in straight culture, too, that men have a lot of sex or want to have a lot of sex mm-hmm. or whatever. So then I don't understand why it's so mind-boggling when a community right. of just men have a lot of sex. Right. You know? <laughs> right. No, I agree. Where it's like, yeah, that, that tracks. That, <laughs> that but then it's so like a... And maybe that plays into the whole predatory gay stereotype because then it like it um, exaggerates it and it's like a gay man... Gay men have a lot of sex. They want sex. They'll do anything for sex. Right, right, right. Reality, where they're over-sexualized. When, yeah, when in reality, I mean, this is why we talk about how gay men have the safest sex, because they, they do it a lot. They do know? it a lot. They have a lot and of practice and understanding. And they need to, right. Yeah, yeah. You know. And that's, um, and the whole convention, too, of, like, 
a normal straight family and how like sex is so taboo. I mean, there was literally periods of time when porn was criminalized, right? And there was periods of time when like gay men were, you know, left to die during um, the HIV AIDS epidemic because a lot of people didn't care to help them because they were having sex. Yeah. um, Promiscuously. And it wasn't like... Right, and so then the judgment was on them where they were like, well, then just stop having sex. You shouldn't be having this all of this promiscuous sex. It's your fault for getting AIDS, right? Yeah, Which is the same when, like, women want to get abortions, and then people are like, well, maybe if you weren't such a hoe. Well, right. (laughs) You know? And 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 then it's like, okay, or perhaps. Well, that's why I hate the whole thing, because I think about, I'm veering more into the heteronormative side of this stereotype, but where men are told all the time to be like, oh, you know, he's... Boys will be boys. They're going to try and have lots of sex. And my boy is like, you know, going to be pushing him away left and right. And then like the whole, you know, my girl is like protector. No one can sleep yeah. with her or whatever. But then we get all, we get all weird when they get married and have kids. And suddenly that convention is gone. Like, yeah. that's why. Well, and I think the, the issue too is that we attach sex with morality and if you are having sex you are then not moral which right? is which is the which, problem which again is like not true i think like on yeah. the it's one of those like perfect family tropes yeah. where like we're perfect my kids are on the honor roll my husband has a great job i'm a trophy wife like yeah. that sort of thing but then like under the surface like you know that dad has conversations with his son it's like oh that's my son being a lady killer yeah good boy whatever yeah <laughs> I don't know if that's how the conversation goes. But circling it back to the whole promiscuous gay thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's easy to pin it on gay men Mm -hmm. because they're this outside source. Yeah. I mean, that ties into the whole, like, internalized homophobic straight men that, Mm -hmm. like, are also on Grindr. Uh, like DL, right? Oh, yeah, sort of yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Placing the, the shame onto these uh, on this other community that does it so openly. Right. And then being over here feeling better about yourself yeah. for the things that because you're shameful you're about. more moral because you're not doing it with the sex. If, yeah, and like that sex is immoral is already yeah. just a problem. But. Well, and I think it's interesting, the idea too, with gay men being so promiscuous because again, like... I know a lot of gay men that are. Yeah. However, obviously, that is not true and they're, and they're for great everyone. People, right? they're fine. There are also, well, no, I'm saying that there's a lot of gay men who aren't promiscuous. Oh, as well. yes, that the stereotype obviously. is also not true. But then I also think about this idea that I think for a lot of gay men, and I'm hoping that, you know, I feel like this is going away as gay people are more and more accepted. But I think that that stereotype is also rooted in the fact that before, when it wasn't accepted and you couldn't be out and then cruising was a thing, you know, people were having a lot of not safe sex and a lot Mm -hmm. of promiscuous sex and sex that wasn't necessarily with, like, a romantic partner. Not that it has to be. But, you know, like, that it was more risky because... Everybody had to be closeted, yeah. and there weren't safe outlets, and you couldn't be open, and right. Yeah, and, it's and so also, I think that has created this culture yeah. of, like, hooking up and, you know, that may, Yeah, that actually makes perfect sense. And I think, too, about... Um, Which, again, I think that there's safe ways and unsafe ways to do that, obviously. Right. I think, too, that it's, like, polarizing, and I think mm-hmm. that's what you were saying, is yes. how it's... Yeah, they were told so long that being gay is wrong, and quite literally, the textually, the only thing that makes them gay is 
their sexual attraction mm-hmm. to the same sex. So then yeah. sex was the one thing that they wanted to do more and more and more and more. If it yeah. was the one thing they told they were told Well, and also them. the fact that, like, at that time, the only way that they could have sex and was find these, people yeah. to have sex with was in these dangerous situations or yeah. by cruising or by, you know, these things. Right. Yeah. And I think some of that has still carried over. And I think it leads a lot of younger gays to try to be promiscuous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I know a lot of gay men, too, that, like, even at my age, we're only in our early 20s, and they're already like, I'm tired of just hooking up all the time. I want to settle down. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and um, I think, yeah, I think that this culture has then been created, and then people feel pressured to abide to it, even if they don't want to. Yeah. I know a lot of gays that aren't promiscuous, and a lot of gays that are, and I mean, even the amount of sex I have, which isn't even that much, is considered a lot right. <laughs> to, <laughs> to some people, right. to some people who like yeah. say we're abstinent until marriage, right? Yeah. The fact and that I've even had numerous sexual partners is right. like, mind-boggling to them. Yeah. And all of this to say, obviously, that, you know, both are good and both are okay. Yeah. The issue then is that when it is a stereotype and that it's assumed, yeah. that's when it becomes a problem. Um, Segwaying into the stereotype about lesbians yes. that was on my head. Yeah, yeah. Um, you hauling? Oh. <laughs> um, so, like, first date, you do something. Second yeah. date, you bring a U-Haul. Tell, talk to me about lesbians nesting really fast. <laughs> we nest. Um, yeah, I think... But again, I think that this stereotype is then rooted in, like, women are emotional. And women oh, right. want to settle down. Just like the stereotype with men is, like, men are sexual beings and they want to fuck, right? Right, like, sure, sure, sure. And so I think it's rooted in that idea, which, again, like, is there truth to those things? Probably. Um, I mean, but, again, I'm, not always right, <laughs> the case. Because I know it's promiscuous lesbians, but I also yes. know a, a few lesbian <laughs> couples that moved in together very quickly. yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, And I suppose, you know, myself, have I dated a lot? No. (laughs) So, uh, um, yeah, I I don't know. I suppose I like to think that I'm not a U-hauler. No. Because I think that that can be a problem. Oh, I agree. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, but... um, But I've also seen it work, so I don't know. Do I? Yeah. Yeah. I think that... Yeah, I don't know. I think, like I said, I think that the the stereotype is rooted in the idea that women in general are just more romantic beings. Yeah. You know? And then when there's two women, they're just so like, oh, we're so in love! Right. <laughs> you know? And I feel like it's, there's less like stigma against it. Too. Yes! It's not like gay men are... It's way, more, it's way more accepted because again, it's like the sex and morality thing. Sure, Where yeah. it's like, oh, you're having lots of promiscuous sex, that's bad. Oh, you guys just want to like move in together? That's cute. Oh, how, how sweet. I hate how this country romanticizes romance. I, yeah. uh, I fucking hate it. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think that's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I feel like a lot of the stereotypes then towards gay men are a lot harsher in that sense where where it seems more immoral or threatening but then also on the other hand lesbians totally over sexualized and fetishized that's what i was gonna say i was like i I was thinking about it feels less like a stereotype and more of like a a stigma a a poor image that yeah that these people have in their heads if you were to ask a man (laughs) <laughs> about what a lesbian looks like, it'd probably be similar to an image of a lesbian in porn, which is very yeah. feminine, very sexual. They're very okay with it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Blanket statements. Yeah, and I think that's part of the reason why 
women are, quote, more accepted, or lesbians are, quote, more accepted in our society because, you know, we live in a patriarchal society. Yeah. And so then, like, but men are like, oh, no, but, like, that's hot. Well, like, that's fine. Lesbians are cool. But but gay men? Uh-uh. No, when it's two women, two, like, conventionally attractive, submissive women being together, it's it's good in their heads. But then when... But then like, if it's, like, a butch lesbian, then God well, forbid. because think about how often really strong, outspoken women are called dykes. Yeah. You know, how it's, like, yeah, a yeah. slur for a woman right. to be so strong and, like, even just be more masculine presenting. Yeah, no, and that's a good themselves. point yeah. that, like, you don't really hear a lot of feminine women called dyke. It really is a word that's more for masculine women, women who aren't conventionally attractive. Yeah, I mean, I think about my favorite thing to say about bullies is just sort of how they throw out terms for the sake of being offensive as opposed to them actually being relevant. Yeah. So, like, when a strong woman comes into play and they start calling him a dyke, like, that has... What does them being gay have to do with anything? Yeah. You know, again, you didn't really care about lesbians very much when you were jerking off the other day. Yeah. But now it's like a slur you can throw out. And also, can we talk about the fact that there's men who are, like, homophobic against gay men and they're like, yeah, that's terrible, but then, like, watch lesbian porn and I'm like, no, 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 no. You can't... What, the, the, you can't do both. If you're going to be homophobic, like, let's not... Like, I, I hate that. I'm like, do you realize your hypocrisy? Yeah. Well, and the, yeah, and then it's so frustrating because then lesbians are so over-sexualized in our society. And then, like, that f- feels so icky to me in well, a way of, like, being objectified like that. And I know for myself and for a lot of lesbians, even the word lesbian can feel icky. Yeah. And so I know, like, for myself, when I was coming out, I could first identify as homosexual because I, being as, like, analytical as I am, I was like, okay, well, I guess I am sexually attracted to women and not sexually attracted to men, and therefore, by definition, I suppose that makes me a homosexual. (laughs) um, I mean, I... Technically, <laughs> and so I'm the textbook definition. Right, I fit that, and so then after that, I eventually was able to call myself gay and identify as gay. But then mm. it took me even longer to be comfortable with the word oh, lesbian. Interesting. And I know that that's common for a lot of women, and a lo- there's some women who don't even identify as a lesbian in general. They'll just identify as gay mm-hmm. because there's so much stigma surrounding that word, and right. it's so over-sexualized. Yeah. But now I love it. So, you know, like, I've come around. But I think that's so sad. But then it's weird, too, because then when I talk about being a lesbian, I feel that sort of connotation. And so then even when I'm talking to my parents just about, like, my life, sometimes it feels like, oh, but is this... Like, and not anything sexual, obviously. (laughs) But but then it's like, oh, but there's this, like, sexual connotation to me being a lesbian because, you know, we're so over-sexualized. Well, it's... And so then it, like, feels icky sometimes when I'm talking about it where I'm like, should I not be talking about this with these people? Even though it's, like, not bad at all, right? It's interesting talking about sex and morality with how lesbians are viewed sexually and how gay men are viewed sexually stereotypically yeah isn't that funny totally different where it's like gay men have a lot of sex and are therefore immoral but then 
lesbians, you know, have this whole, like, objectified, sexualized image in porn, but that's fine because it's the straight man consuming it. and I I think on extreme levels, just talking about how straight men view lesbians, too, is that Mm -hmm. they don't see it as, like, they're a gay woman. It's more so they're having sex for his pleasure. Yes. Because I think about all the, on extreme levels, just all the cases of, like, a straight man being like, yeah, and then I'll be the third. I'm like, that's not how lesbianism works. Yeah. (laughs) That's, like, actually (laughs) not how that works. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's so interesting. Well, then... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's you're right though because then like in porn it is geared towards straight men and so then the women are often two very femme right. women with long nails and both very submissive yeah which is very porn is <laughs> realistic often made for men. yeah Almost uh, you all know the time. where i'm like i don't know how that would work but okay <laughs> <laughs> you're like, okay yeah yeah okay so i have a question sure. for you yes Were there any stereotypes that you pushed against before you came out or like as you were coming out, like you were afraid to embody those or (gasps) that you had like shame or anything? Yes. Many. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because before I came out, I, like I said, I wouldn't let it become purple paint. I wouldn't cross my legs. I Mm -hmm. literally wouldn't hold my books up at my my chest, I'd hold them down at my side, which is mm-hmm. such a minute thing. Yeah. Um, and I wouldn't even, even in terms of like the things I enjoyed, like I had to be into like <laughs> hunting and like boobs or whatever, <laughs> well, obviously, but like, but um, I would change that a lot. And then even after I came out, I, I mean, I was in theater, so I was already like, <laughs> like a little, not a yeah. conventional man. But even after I came out, I talked about this on the podcast before, how I would go to parties and I'd have conversations with these straight men. And I used to pride myself in breaking their idea of what a gay man is because they had this stereotype in their head of like This like feminine, right. Feminine, promiscuous, predatory. Yeah. Yeah. Gay man. And I was like, oh my gosh. I have a vivid memory of this one guy being like, you know, like, being gay is fine, just as long as they don't hit, hit on me or anything. Because, again, there was only two other gay men at my school, and both of which were very feminine, and one of which hit on men often. And uh-huh. not, again, not even in a weird way. It yeah. was just more so in the fact of, like, he was a man, and the guy he was hitting on was a man, but he just happened to be straight, right? Right, right. Um, but I was sitting there all full of pride, and I was like, well, are you are you into men? And he was like, what? No. And I was like, well, then why would I hit on you? And yeah. I felt so proud being yeah, able like to break breaking these stereotypes. The stereotypes. But then also it veered into a point of like, well, there's some stereotypes that like I was, that yeah. I wasn't letting myself be. Even yeah. with my straight friends being like the more feminine one, I like still wouldn't let myself be fully feminine. I remember mm-hmm. I said this on like episode one. I used to be, ter- I was terrible. I used to be like, I'm gay, but I'm not a fag, you know? Right. Terrible. Right, right. Because I pretended not to be yeah. <laughs> feminine, promiscuous, you know? If, yeah. there were other, if, like, I was more sexually confident in high school, I would have had more sex. Yeah. You know? Because, quite frankly, me and my straight friends have the same sex drive. It was just mine had a lot more stigma on it. So yeah, like, well, and, and also you didn't have, like, people to have sex with. Yeah, correct. So I called, there was this that. other, one of the other gay kids in my school, I tried flirting with him terribly, and I called him a cute chipmunk, because he had just gotten his wisdom teeth oh, taken out, and his cheeks were sweet. swollen, and I was like, you're such a cute chipmunk. 
no, no. And then that was the story of the school for like a week. Oh, no! <laughs> That's funny. My, um, my other friend was like, yeah, I heard you called him a cute chipmunk. And I was like, he told people that? <laughs> but yeah, it was something I definitely like... I It was like, because everything was a stereotype, I literally stripped myself away. And yeah, there were some stereotypes that I w- didn't fall into, but I literally became this straight man's ideal yeah. of a gay man who like is a straight man, but just does it with right. gay men. Yeah, right? yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Did you have to do anything like that? I don't think so. No, it's, you came out. Yeah, well, and it's interesting because I already held a lot of stereo- stereotypes or embodied a lot of stereotypes before I even started questioning that I was gay. Like, I've talked about this where, like, I already chopped my hair off and was dressing androgynously right. before I came out. Mm-hmm. Then when I did come out, I feel like that actually gave me the freedom to explore some of these more stereotypical ideas (laughs) or things that were associated with my lesbian identity. And so then, again, I think I dived into the stereotypes more then, Mm -hmm. right? You know, where I mentioned that I tried to wear ties with flannel and... (laughs) Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, that take, happened. Sometimes it takes those steps. Right. Yeah, sometimes yeah. But I don't think I was ever ashamed of it, though. Yeah. But again, I think that I, as a woman, there wasn't as much stigma for me. Sure. And again, I know that that isn't true for everybody. Sure. So yeah. I shouldn't, you know, like, obviously there are people in situations where that is not the case. <laughs> but I didn't feel as much stigma where. If people did have a problem with it, which I'm sure people did, they just wouldn't say it to me. Yeah. You know, because it was, it wasn't outwardly threatening. People weren't threatened by it. So it was just kind of like a, oh, that's weird, you know, but like, I'm not gonna, you know, criticize her for the way she's dressing. I'll just judge her behind her back, (laughs) you know? Right. Oh my God. Yeah. So I don't know. I didn't really face any problems with it and then again like i just did lots of theater in high school (laughs) so then you know that environment of course was very accepting yeah interesting yeah well and i also in general i kind of love stereotypes obviously the ones that aren't harmful well because i was gonna say there's some that aren't even negative they're just like yeah you know Gay men have painted nails. Right. Well, well, some of them are just like funny and I love making (laughs) jokes about stereotypes. And I think from a place of realizing like, obviously this isn't true for everyone. This is funny because it's a stereotype, not because it's true. Right. Or because like we see the grain of truth. Right. (laughs) I mean, I think about like the producers (laughs) musical (laughs) and the song Make It Gay. Right. Right. And I think that song's so funny. (laughs) And it's just, like, super stereotypical. But it's funny because, like, it is the stereotypes. And I, as a gay person watching it, can be like, ha, ha, ha. What funny stereotypes. So untrue. So exaggerated. As opposed to, like, a straight man being like, this is how gay men are. Right. This is every gay man is like this. Yeah. Yeah. Which I guess brings up the question of when are stereotypes harmful when do they become harmful i think stereotypes in a general sense should never be taken seriously yeah i mean and the fact that people do is just ridiculous like right like the even like the simple concept that all of a single group of people has no such variety in it right is like crazy to me and so stereotypes to me become harmful when like 
you believe them wholeheartedly right. about everyone. And when you start right? making those assumptions about people then, where you're like, oh, they're gay, they obviously are all of these things. Right, and when you, like, genuinely believe it. Because, again, yeah. I joke all the time about gay stereotypes. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't believe that. And I also don't joke in, like, a harmful way where I'm genuinely assuming someone is, I don't know, being a bad person or, like, is immoral or some negative connotation mm-hmm. it's usually just like oh of course you didn't pass that math class you're gay right right it's just something yeah, yeah 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 also because i was great at math sorry i'm not going i know back i to still i don't understand <laughs> I'm not going back. yeah i would agree that i think it becomes harmful when people then are making assumptions about people yeah and i also think it's harmful when you when it's bad to abide to a stereotype. I shouldn't say abide to a oh, stereotype. Oh! I, I think it's No, bad. that's that's such a good point. There should be, it shouldn't be wrong to fit a stereotype, too. Yeah, because I think then when people... Because then that's the other thing. Because sometimes I think we oppose stereotypes so much where it goes in the opposite direction, where then there are people who just naturally are stereotypical. Right. And then we're then saying, like, but those stereotypes are bad! And so then we're saying that that person is bad for just naturally fitting these stereotypes that's also such a big problem we all know a jack right we all know a jack and also again speaking for myself i mean i think i'm a very stereotypical lesbian (laughs) you know i'm like short hair wears boots loves cats yeah you know that's that's the whole like you you know you circling back to what we talked about like you can be gay and you can be promiscuous yeah maybe that's like a negative term on it but you can like have a lot of sex, especially if you're being safe about it, you know? Mm -hmm. You can have painted nails. You can... You can move in with your girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) You can bring a U-Haul to that Just make sure it's a good decision and you're not, you know, just (laughs) rushing into things. (laughs) Like, Um, let's, let's, yeah. Yeah, but that's what I literally did in high school, was I tried to break every stereotype so much that I lost myself. That then you were being ingenuine, yeah. Yeah. And that's why I hated high school. (laughs) And I think, yeah, because I think it goes both ways, because then I think sometimes people will come out and then will be like, yes, I am gay! And then we'll try to adopt all the stereotypes and then again are ingenuine right yeah Yeah. how you are is valid whoever you are whatever it is (laughs) you go it's all valid stereotypical or not and that's why i love i love stereotypes especially when i abide to them yeah no that's what i was gonna say too because then i love even the stereotypes that i fit i think it's funny where i'm like oh well you know me (laughs) i love cats you know know, or oh or even like these (laughs) that i'm wearing my timberlands and then like the other day jr i (laughs) saw me and was like you're such a lesbian (laughs) i was like thank you i know (laughs) right (laughs) like Um, you know that sort of thing but then i want to ask i think you're okay okay no ask (laughs) Um, I'm wondering, with that, is it bad to assume I was literally about to take it there, yeah. are gay? Because that's a whole thing, too. Because I personally do not think that it is bad to assume people are gay. However, <laughs> I do think that you shouldn't, like... Bring that to them. Oh. <laughs> like, like there's some people where I'll meet them and I'll be like, oh, they're probably gay. But then I don't talk to them in a way assuming that they're gay. I'm like, well, we'll just see what they say. And then they'll be like, 
you know, if they're a man, be like, oh, and then my girlfriend, and I'm like, oh, okay, so they're not gay. I was wrong. Right. But I'm not going to be like, so you gay, right? Well, <laughs> You're gay? Well, or like, thing. you know, I think that's when it's bad to assume. Well, right. However, I also think that, like, us as gay people and trying to find other gay people, <laughs> you know, we kind of have to make some assumptions, <laughs> you know? In a world where everyone assumes people's sexuality, I don't think it's harmful for us to assume people are gay. Yeah, where, also because, when straight people are just assuming everyone is straight. Yeah, that's what I mean. And especially yeah. because, first off, being gay is not bad. Yes. <laughs> There's nothing wrong. No, because that's if we the assume, other thing. Yeah, and if we assume incorrectly, that's fine. We didn't shove our dicks up your butt. We literally oh, just... <laughs> Nate. Okay. <laughs> what were you gonna say? I was gonna say because that's so true, and I'll find that like talking to straight people, a lot of the times they'll be like, "Well, you just shouldn't assume that. You shouldn't assume someone's gay." Or I remember I had a conversation with someone, and somebody had asked if he was gay, and he wasn't, and he was like, "No, why would they think that?" Like. I just don't think anybody should ever, like, assume that. And I was like, oh, yeah, I know. I hate it when people assume I'm straight. And he was like, oh. And I was like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, because you, by not assuming they're gay, you are just assuming that they're straight. Well, And, also... and you can say that you're not, <laughs> but you probably are. <laughs> so the s- sexuality is still being assumed. Yeah, and I think, too, just how... Nobody assumes I'm straight anymore. (laughs) I'd be pretty surprised. Except for my grandparents. (laughs) Um, Yeah, because it's sort of in like a defensive... Because it's assuming that being gay is bad. Yeah. And that's the thing. So then they see it as an insult. So if somebody's like, oh, do you think so-and-so is gay? They're like, no, why would you say that? Why would you think that? As if you're insulting them. When it's like, no, we're not. Because it's not a bad thing. And sometimes it's not even in like... People don't assume in like a stereotypical feminine way. I saw this TikTok where a girl was like, we just assume because of your lack of straightness. Like if you don't look like a toxic man, we're like, oh my God, I fucking hope so. (laughs) Yeah. So sometimes like if you're just not a conventional scary straight man, sometimes they're like, oh, he's gay or whatever. Yeah, Yeah. I also think that we can assume as much as we can, but it really is how that person identifies. Yeah. Right. And so... I think we can assume, and I don't think it's harmful to assume. But, but then you shouldn't tell other people, that person's gay. Oh, yeah. you think they're gay, right? That person's so gay. Yeah. Or like it's going up to a... them and being like, oh, so <laughs> you're obviously gay, right? Like maybe not, like let them come out to you <laughs> right. right before we make these assumptions. Well, right. But I even think about, and I'm sure he'll be fine with us saying this, our friend John. <laughs> <laughs> He listens to the pod, too, so this is fun. Um, but I remember freshman year, because you and I, of course, we were, like, flaming. We were flaming. And, and so then crazy. we were, like, friends right away. And I remember we were talking about, like, okay, so who are all the gay people in our class? Who do we know? And then so we were, like, going through, and then we were, like, do you think John is gay? I don't know. Maybe. I can't really tell. And so then... We didn't ask him, obviously, right. and then eventually I was talking to him, and he w- like was like, "Oh yeah," and like I as a gay person, and I was like, "Okay, cool, cool." But then of course I wasn't also like, "I knew it," <laughs> you know. I was like, "Oh, okay, so I was right. He is gay." Yeah, cool. and I've assumed wrong about people. Oh before. no, exactly. Yeah. Me too. Plenty yeah. of times. I went on a whole ass date with a straight man once. <laughs> I went on a date for two and two hours in, he was like, "No, I'm straight," and I went. Oh! <laughs> he 
happen, you know? Sometimes that, that happens. happens. <laughs> and that's okay, and we move on. Yeah, respect what people identify themselves Oh, because as. that's the other thing. That's when it becomes a problem, because I know people where there's somebody who is straight, and then people, like, gay people will be like, oh, sure he is. Right. Oh, I'm sure. Right. Or they'll be like, oh, just just give him, give him a few months. Gay He'll come May. out, yeah. right? And then when you're assuming that you know someone more than they know themselves, that's when it becomes a problem. Yeah, because Because think- if somebody identifies as a certain thing, that's what they are. And again, people's sexualities can change or not change, but like their identities can change. They can, can learn change. more about it, yeah. Right. And so like, that's fine, but definitely not your place to be like, oh, well, they, they just haven't discovered themselves yet. Yeah, yeah, I you know? yeah, I think about that even when, like, people experiment mm-hmm. or they're, like, curious about the same sex and that even just trying that experiment or, like, being with someone sexually, like, once or twice or however, like, whatever happens, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, no, they're gay. They hooked up with that guy at that party that one time. Yeah. Or maybe they were just, like, trying it out, feeling right. it out, or, like, and then they decided, you know what, not my thing. Yeah. You know? And, like, people are allowed to experiment and identify how they want. Right. Yeah, yeah, but again, if you don't know how someone identifies, you can presume. <laughs> okay, so then I want to know, sure. moving forward, what is your least favorite stereotype? Oh gosh, my least favorite stereotype. Yes. I'm trying to think of the ones I still kind of combat today, and part of me thinks it's the promiscuous one, because... Oh gosh, because I'm trying to think of what stereotypes I still face. Because I, again, I've lost all shape. I brush it all off now. <laughs> like a lot of other gay men, sort of assume I am promiscuous and almost try to enforce it on me. Mm-hmm. Not like in a way of like like they throw themselves on me, but like yeah, yeah, sometimes yeah. even like my friends, they're like, "You're gay. You're gonna right, like, right. Why, yeah, like, why do you care? I'm like, oh well, I'm not attracted to every gay man. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's where it becomes problematic. And also just assuming that I get laid a lot or that I should get laid a lot. Mm-hmm. So I think that's my least favorite one, even though <laughs> even though sometimes I use it in like, I love claiming the power of like, yeah, I have more sex and you wish you could be having as much sex as I'm having. <laughs> once again, I don't even have that much sex. Yeah. Like in, in my mind, but to other people, I'm like extremely promiscuous. And then to right. other Well, men, and it's I'm all not. relative, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I'll say that's my least favorite because the feminine ones don't really bug me very much because mm-hmm. I am a little feminine yeah. and obviously more feminine than a conventional man. Yeah. But. And I feel like you and I, I mean, as we've talked about in our masculinity episode, <laughs> uh, I think we have become very secure in our gender expression. Yeah, very. And very so then so. the stereotypes attached, which again, I'm just like subscribing to the stereotypes (laughs) but um yeah they don't feel bothersome then yeah yeah Yeah. so i'll say that one because i think i'm tired that's the only one that's still kind of forced upon me quite a bit Mm -hmm. um what's your least favorite stereotype i think my least favorite is the idea that all queer people are depressed Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's yeah. a least favorite. <laughs> right. And also, and it's tricky because there are a lot of queer people who have depression or anxiety. Yeah. And also, if we think about, like, the minority stress model that us as queer people and the discrimination that we face and all of these things, like, we are at higher risk for a lot of mental illnesses. Yeah. And, like, that, that is a truth. Yeah. But also... 
it bothers me because then it's like this idea that, oh, if you're gay, you're going to be sad. And I'm <laughs> like, you can be a happy gay person, you know, and like there's hope and like well, you can, you know, yeah. I don't know. I it's where, tricky. Yeah, I wonder where that comes from, too. I'm sure I know a lot of people just in like a general sense that have mental illness and a coping mechanism for them is humor. Right. And so and then. Is, and so then. Um, especially with like social media and TikTok, especially right. and Twitter, whatever. TikTok with the young people. <laughs> I know. Well, it's like we can make jokes about it, and I'm sure people relate to those jokes. Yeah. But it almost like creates this sort of like romanticized, quirky gays right. have depression thing. And yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's tricky. Because, but again, you don't like, like dis- yeah, you don't want to discredit people that actually are struggling with mental illness. Right, because or, that's also very serious, and that's. Yeah. A valid experience, but, but also there, are, you know, like we can be gay people and have happy lives. But again, I realize that, like, I don't know. People yeah, people have tricky. totally different experiences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, it's hard. But I agree with you. I mean, I think about that's actually been pinned on me before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is silly because I'm the most obnoxious smiley person. So I thought people would assume that I don't have a like a terrible thing in my life at all. But yeah. in reality, people are like, oh, no, you're gay. You're probably secretly depressed, right? And I was right. like, what? Oh, my God. I saw this TikTok the other day. <laughs> okay, which I know, like, on this podcast, we've, like, said how, like, oh, TikTok. I don't know. We watch a lot of TikTok. <laughs> so, um, but I saw this TikTok, and it was this guy who was gay, and he was saying that he was having like numbness in his face, and, like, oh, it was yeah. this problem. And so then he, like, went to this neurologist and was like oh hey I'm having these symptoms where I'm having like numbness in my face hoping that he could get like an MRI or something and then the doctor was like oh okay um are you gay and he was like yeah yeah I am and he was like well how is that for you (laughs) and the guy was like fine and he was like well you know a lot of gay people can have anxiety because of how hard it is. And so, you know, some some symptoms with anxiety is that you can have numbness in your face. So you're probably, that's probably what it is. I'm going to send you to a psychiatrist. He went to a different doctor then. Turns out he had a brain tumor. <laughs> and so, like, I mean, again, there's a, a case where, like, that stereotype where this doctor literally assumed like, oh, well, you're gay, so you probably just have anxiety and that's what this is a symptom of versus like actually seeing if he had something wrong with his brain. Yeah, even rooted in truth. And also just like, you can also be anxious and be depressed without being clinically anxious or clinically depressed. Mm -hmm. And to assume that queer people are then clinically depressed is terrible. You should never assume anyone is like clinically medically ill. Or mentally ill, excuse me. Yeah, well, and especially if you're not, like, a trained psychiatrist. Yeah, obviously. Let's <laughs> not make um, assumptions about other people's mental Yeah, health. and then take it seriously, too. Like, as much yes. as... Um, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, not to discredit the people that do have that joking sort of coping mechanism, mm-hmm. but just the sense of, like, you know, it's not an aesthetic. <laughs> it's a very serious... Yeah, well, because like, then I, I... Yeah, I worry about mental illness being romanticized in yeah. the media. And, yeah. You know, because I think um, that's also a problem. You can be gay and happy. Don't yeah. Be, you yeah. can also be gay and sad, but and, you can and also be... yeah, and that's also a valid experience, <laughs> and you know, it gets better. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, don't worry. You there's m- there's resources and help and therapy yeah, yeah, yeah. and. Don't worry. You just might have a brain tumor. <laughs> um, uh, 
Anyway, we're, we're approaching time. Um, oh, oh, just last question, though. We okay. just said, like, least favorite stereotypes. Do you have any favorite stereotype right off the top of your head? Oh, my gosh, my favorite stereotype? Oh, you go first. I can't think. I think my favorite stereotype is just the, like, the aesthetic, because I like I like being a stereotypical lesbian, <laughs> feeling like that in days when... You know, like when JR was like, you look like such a lesbian. I was like, thank you. <laughs> I really, I really enjoy just feeling very gay right. <laughs> in my aesthetic. So I would say like that stereotype is what I enjoy um, for myself. Right. I'm trying to think because I say sometimes when I'm just like, I'm gay, obviously. You know? <laughs> but I can't think. I mean, I get called out for being, for walking very feminine. Oh, yeah. I tell you that where I'll see you like far away and I'm like I can tell that's Nate he has his wrists open I didn't get I didn't get a job at an Ace Hardware once because I was told I float when I walk <gasps> I know that's crazy that was in Minooka, Illinois I know that's crazy I know crazy discrimination I know. I also it was at a hardware store I wow. was, it's fine but if you were a lesbian I'm sure <laughs> they'd be like you're hired we need you <laughs> um, so I'll say that I love the I love the aesthetic one, too, because sometimes if people are like, oh, you're wearing that? I'm like, yeah, I'm gay. You got an issue? <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Um, anyway. Yeah, because sometimes it's fun to play with it then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're approaching time. Em, what is your gay recommendation this week? My gay recommendation for this week is the movie Saving Face, which was made in 2004. It's directed by Alice Wu who also wrote and directed the half of it, which is currently on Netflix. Mm-hmm. But it is very very good it is such a good lesbian movie and it also focuses on this chinese american family and the one main character obviously is a lesbian and it it explores her relationship with her mom a lot though and i love that is it's able to explore sexuality and culture because then again a lot of gay movies are super whitewashed right and it's just so good and i love like the early 2000s era of lesbian movies (laughs) So, um, it's, it's so, so good. I highly recommend Saving Face. Perfect. Nate, what is your recommendation? I am recommending one of my favorite artists, Isaac Dunbar. I found him because he has this song called Onion Boy that I am obsessed oh, with. Oh, you listen to it all the time. Like, like probably too much. All the time. <laughs> um, he's a musical artist. He's a writer, producer. He also is coming out with new music in February. His most recent release is a single called Intimate Moments, and I encourage you all to go listen to it and the rest of his music because he's really, really talented and really, really talented for someone so young. He's still like a teenager. And so... (gasps) Wow, I didn't know that. Crazy. Go listen to Isaac Dunbar. Where can people find us? People can find us on Instagram at Podcast. There you can see all of our recommendations and you can slide into our DMs with any topics you'd like us to talk about or any... Fun things you'd like to share with us, just because we like talking to you. Um, you can follow my personal Instagram, at NateJig, N-A-T-E-J-I-G, and you can't follow M because hers is private. Yep. Go ahead and give us a five-star rating wherever you're listening. Follow the podcast so you're always here for a new episode. And until next time, let's be unique. Let's be true. And as always, let's, let's be gay! gay. Woo! Thank you guys so much. <laughs>